This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back. Sports on a Sunday morning continues a visit with, oh, this is great. We get to do this in person. We do it on the phone every Sunday at 1130. He's always generous with his time. The president of baseball operations, John Mosellock, is with us. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, happy to be here, Tommy. But remember, pre-pandemic, we did a lot more in person. So um, I think we sort of all evolved from the post-pandemic on how we do interviews and so forth. But yeah, it's great. We have a beautiful morning here on a Sunday and uh, looking forward to a nice day of baseball. It's great to be with you. The Cardinals are in Port St. Lucie today, taking on the Mets. Let's start with yesterday. How about Matthew Liberatore? Comes out, fires five innings. I know you've had some high hopes with him. That's about as good as we've seen. Yeah, he pitched really well yesterday, and it's great to see. Like, what you want to see guys doing right now is is sort of beginning to sort of peak as they prepare for the season. So, you know, I think a lot of times we we come down here, we watch games, and things don't go right. We hide behind, oh, they're just working on something. And, you know, it's nice to see guys actually have some success and, and, and do some things. And the one takeaway I have from this camp really has been when you when you watch so many of our younger players and how they're contributing, it's been fun to watch. And, you know, clearly our stars are at the WBC. Uh, we're getting a few of them back as, as teams are starting to, to, to um, bounce out of that tournament. But I think reality is, is like as a St. Louis Cardinal fan or someone that works for the team, we've gotten to see a lot of good young players play and, and really keep it competitive. And I was sort of joking with Gary LaRock, he's going to have a lot of pressure now because AAA should be good. Yeah, Memphis is going to be good. Memphis will have a good rotation. Memphis is going to have a, a solid lineup. Uh, and really, you know, you can look at almost any position right now. I mean, is there one area of depth that you're most proud of right now? I, I, I guess I would start with catcher. You seem very deep at catcher to start. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, obviously when you go out and sign a Wilson Contreras, you you, you, you you didn't feel like you had the heir apparent coming for, for that. But I will say what you're seeing from some of our younger catchers has been impressive in this camp, and, and that's certainly encouraging. I think, look, right now the biggest competition is what's going to happen with left-hand relief. Yeah. And you look at all these guys that are competing for, for these spots, and, you know, they're really throwing the ball well. And, and so that part of the depth is great. There's a lot of flexibility in this group, meaning um, some aren't on the roster, some have options. So that, that's good news for us. So when you just talk about, like, sort of bullpen relief, we have that. We're going to have starting pitching depth, I think, uh, just based on where we are today. Now, things change. People get hurt. But, you know, that part's pretty exciting, too. And I think, you know, there's obviously a lot of competition going on right now in that outfield. And so, um, obviously, Jordan Walker's name is always going to be talked about between now and the time we open. But, you know, when you watch what he's been able to do in this camp, it's it's been eye-opening. Yeah, I've heard you being asked that many times. I've brought it up many times. And the fact of the matter is it's still March 19th. There is still some time to watch everything. And you have a couple of outfielders who haven't even – been able to play in the Grapefruit League for a while. 
Yeah, I think that that's probably the toughest part when you're really trying to say apples to apples. I mean, obviously, you look at what uh, Lars Newbar did. He obviously had a lot of success for for the Japanese team. Um, you think about Tyler O'Neill, and he, he played really well for uh, Team Canada. And, you know, unfortunately, he was a little under the weather the last couple of days, so trying to get him back into the lineup has, has been a little bit of a struggle. So I think when you look at sort of where we are today, as you point out, we're at March 19th, but... You know, opening day is coming, and it's coming quick. And you think about where we are exactly one week from today, we're 30 minutes away from a first pitch down in against Washington. We have 11 o'clock start that day. And so that's a little bit unique in, in that regard. And so there are going to be some, some real decisions that have to be made in, in, in the next seven days. Weighing all of that, there are so many different factors, aren't there? One of them, experience with your club and familiarity, if you know – a pitcher how much does that factor in to an ultimate decision you know i do think if, if you're if you're referring more to to the catching role if you will um i do think that has some value i mean like someone that understands sort of the ebb and flow of of what's entailed during the day understanding how pitchers work how they prepare how they time things is important so um you know i i do think that that has some value you know ultimately i don't think we're going to be at a crossroads where that's a like a massive decision at that moment in time. The good news is, is, is really to echo what you said, is there is some depth there. And so, you know, as, as we get into the season, as the season unfolds, you know, we certainly will be looking at how people are producing, how, what type of production are we getting out of individuals, and then determine if we do have to make some changes. Mason Wynn is an exceptional talent, and you've told us that. We've heard that many times. Now we get to see him, and, and here's the perfect example of somebody that has had some time to show what he's going to be and actually what he is right now. Clearly a beneficiary of, of Tommy Edmond being playing for, for Korea, having uh, Paul Goldschmidt slowed by a, a lower back tightness. And so what's he doing with it? He's making the most of it. And, and you know, I think that's great. Yeah, you know, I'd, had you and I have been talking, like where would he have been penciled in uh, prior to camp? I, you know, it may have looked one way and now it's looking a different. So, I'm encouraged that these guys are taking advantage of it. And, you know, I think the, the greatest part of these types of camps, which, you know, are unique and you, you try not to get frustrated because of the WBC and you don't have your team. So when you look at it from the glass is half full perspective, it, these younger players have gotten to really take a, a chance to step up where their career is at and, and change their career arc a little bit because of this opportunity. Tonight, Adam Wainwright will start against Cuba. What do you look for when you see 50 getting out there on the mound for Team USA? Well, of course, I wish him nothing but success as well as uh, Team USA. I think like what you're hoping to see is, you know, he's able to, to command the strike zone. Um, obviously, as long as he has the ability to spin it, he's usually it can survive and have success. But, um, you know, I think the key is for him to, to be able to get that pitch count up a little bit because selfishly, I'm starting to think of like, where are we going to be in 10 to 12 days and and will he be ready to to go out and throw you know 80 or 90 pitches when when he's putting the birds on the bat back on on, on his uh, shoulder so um you know i think it's what i would hope to see out of this game is both he and, and miles get to to ramp up their their pitch count and uh, ultimately uh, one of them gets the win now, miles hasn't pitched a whole lot i don't know what to make of that really well, they're, they're not playing a ton, right? And I think, you know, when you're trying to get guys to commit to this, you're, you're giving them commitments of, hey, we'll, we'll use you. 
and I would imagine managing that is roster is sort of a, a challenge in that regard. Um, but yeah, I, I hope he can get some, some, some you know, innings, mostly importantly, like fire, fire uh, following his pitch count, get that up today. So when you ask me what I hope for, that's what I hope out of both of them tonight. Uh, the lefties, Montgomery and Mats, great to see them continuing to go. And, and, you know, I've talked about Jack with you. I still feel the same way through three starts from what I can tell physically and mentally. He seems like he's in a very good place. How, how do you see him? Yeah, I would I would echo that. I, I think, uh, you know, he is still working through a few things. Um, but... You know, he has been able to land that slider when he needs to, and I think that's been sort of the difference maker between maybe the past couple years and the fact that he, he feels healthy. He's, he's, he's got a very good routine, and from that standpoint, you know, I still believe, you know, sky's the limit for this young man. So, you know, if, if he can, you know, stay healthy, be able to, to land that slider when he needs to, spot the fastball when he needs to, he's going to have success. One other area would be DH and kind of, you know, a utility role, trying to make a decision on that. And, gosh, Taylor Motter had such a good day yesterday. I just don't – I don't know. I don't know what, what the end will be there for him because I see Burleson, I see Yepes, I, I see Gorman. I mean, you've got some depth. Yeah, I think that maybe the easiest way to, to sum it up for our listeners right now is, is there, there are a lot of moving parts where I could imagine a lot of different outcomes. And, and so, you know, a lot of this is going to be predicated on what we end up doing with the outfield. And, and then, you know, there's that sort of trickle-down effect, if you will, or downstream effect on, on, on who that may affect. So the good news is with this whole group, they're playing pretty well. Um, so that's encouraging. Um, I think the group gives us flexibility. So as, as you've heard me say before, it's not what you look like on, on March 28th. It's really how you finish. So... You know, ultimately, I think we'll, we'll approach the roster that, that allows us to, to uh, you know, keep as many players as possible without having to do any outrights or anything like that and give us the most flexibility moving forward. Last thing, I, I get to ask this a lot, so I wanted to bring it back to you, and that is the new rules, pitch timer, defensive shifts, uh, bigger bases. Just overall, now that you've seen a lot of it, what do you think? Well, I think... You know, speaking with my fan hat, I love it. Um, I think pace of play has been great. I think the way things have been moving have been fun. And, and, you know, I don't hear any complaints in the clubhouse either. So net, net, I think it's a great thing. I think, you know, when lights go on, when things count, I hope we still get the same type of uh, return. Appreciate your time very much. All right. Thanks, Tommy. John Mosellock, sports on a Sunday morning outside the Cardinals clubhouse. We'll take a break. Cardinals are coming up at the top of the hour in Port St. Lucie against the Mets. Back after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.